Just jumping straight into it, folks. Welcome to the Film Stripping Podcast. You know what we do around here. You caught us in the middle of the month of doing monsters. You probably never heard of them. They're underground. We're doing underground monsters. We just watched The Descent Part 2. Allow me to introduce myself. My name is Chris. With me, as always, is my co-captain, Erica. Fucking trigger-happy Americans. <laughs> Fucking trigger-happy Americans. Uh, yeah, uh, hillbilly sheriffs should be illegal. That, that's, 100%. I'm, I'm taking a stand right now. Uh, whenever I run for office, the platform that I'm going to run on is outline hillbilly sheriffs. Okay. Th- that's number one thing. So this is just a special, special bonus, bonus episode for y'all. Spectacular, spectacular. And let me just walk you through why this is happening right now. So we watched The Descent for our last episode. Erica was really scared by it, but seemed to have a rockin' good time with it. And she liked the movie. Rated a 7.5? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Then three days later, you're like, hey, everybody, Let's watch The Descent, (laughs) the movie that made you pee a little bit. Uh, I know. I don't know what happened. That was your idea. And I pushed hard for it. Oh, oh, you really campaigned for it. Matter of fact, you wanted to watch that. Another movie was chosen. Everybody watched that movie. That movie was over and you're all like, all right, fuckers, we're watching The Descent. And and you you were so gung-ho about it. So... I I was gonna save that for the fact that for the next film stripping roundup. It's fine. But what what happened was we watched the descent again. Um and, and let me ask you, how do you how was the scare factor for you watching the descent a second time? Uh still high, but not I mean, let's just say my last scare factor was a ten out of ten. Mm-hmm. This time it was like a solid eight. Okay. But I knew what was happening now. So it's still like the claustrophobia was still terrible. Right. Um, The being eaten by slimy human beings was still terrible. Yeah. Okay. I, I remember there being one jump scare in it that you knew was coming. And I and, still yelled. And you still yelled. Correct. Right. Okay. So what happened was we finished watching it. We exited out of the uh, movie still in the app and it recommended for us to watch the descent part two and we're like holy shit there's a descent part two and the trailer looked amazing so we watched the trailer for it and the trailer uh takes place like the the, from what we could gather from the trailer was this movie takes place immediately after the descent ends uh so we're like we gotta watch it so that's where we're at right now just watched the descent part two here to talk about it for a really quick bonus episode uh, there you guys go. Monsters. They're underground, right? Yeah. Okay. So, Erica, what year do you think The Descent 2 was released? I don't know, like 20, like 20, 2008. 2009. Really okay. close. Okay, please give us your brief but very detailed synopsis of The Descent Part 2 starring... All the same people, basically. Kind of. I mean, I mean, yeah. the same people play the same characters. Yeah, right. Also, again... Uh, spoilers ahead for this one. So if you have any reason to see The Descent and you haven't watched that one yet, 
don't listen to this because there's things that carry over into this that are spoilery. And if you really like The Descent and you want to watch this one because <laughs> for whatever reason, uh, spoilers. There you go. You've been warned. Thank you, Erica. Your synopsis, please. So as you know, The Descent 2 opens up right where the last one ends. Um, somebody finds Sarah or Sarah finds somebody to take her to the hospital. Um, and then it cuts to a news station at in the forest. And they're all trying to find Juno because Juno is the niece of Senator Kaplan, which, of course, she would be that snooty little bitch. So Dang. now everyone's like, OK, we got to find this group of friends who because I know that she went out spurlunking. Sarah wakes up. The sheriff was like, we got to go. And sheriff has a partner, Rojas. So they take Sarah. They're like, we are going down under. We are finding your friends because you seem to be the only one who survived. Um, they also take three other spurlunking people who uh, specialize in cave diving rescue missions. Um, while they're down there, um, obviously the scary humans still exist and they eat um, everyone. And then in the very end, um, spoiler, I guess, in the very end, only Rojas makes it out. And we're all excited because, like, oh, my God, there's going to be a Descent Part 3, 4, and 5 with Rojas as the main character. She finds a tree to rest on, takes out her cell phone to call for help, and a forest man who we meet in the very beginning of the movie knocks her out and then gives her as a dessert to the underground monsters. She would be a dessert. She was awfully sweet. Yeah, uh, great synopsis. Uh, very detailed and quite brief. So, yeah, that's where we're at. Um, we watched The Descent too, so it's basically the, the same movie as The Descent. It's just a new group of people go down into the caves uh, with Sarah from the previous movie as, like, their guide. And they're looking for the other cave divers that are still down there. Um, and everybody gets eaten. That's the movie. I love it because it's like I love that it picks up right where it left off and I love that it gives us way more story and background to the lives of the monsters. Yeah, it did get a little bit more into how they live and survive. So Sarah, the movie opens up, Sarah's running around in the forest all bloody from escaping from the first movie and she runs into this guy driving like a tow truck, I think. And then she's taken to the hospital where the sheriff and the deputy are interrogating her. And then one of the sheriff's boys is like, okay, well, I'm going to go with the tow truck driver and go snoop around and see what we can find. And they find, but how did that happen? It was the old mine, right? Mm -hmm. How did they find the old mine? Yeah, I can't well, even remember. Well, they were just searching in the forest for like... They were just looking around to see if they can find an entrance to the cave. And they saw another man who was there. And this was the old farmer man. And this is the same guy who found her at the beginning. Because he was like, show... Cause the oh, guy yeah, with, the tow truck man then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay, sorry. I called him the farmer man. It's fine. You called, called him a man of the forest. Okay, fine. <laughs> a forest man. So the tow truck forest farm man, um, they come upon a the entrance to an old mine. And he's like, hey, you know, this is an old mine. Uh, my granddad used to work down here. Um, he ended up disappearing. We've never seen him since yeah. then. This is my first time here. It looks so nice. What a pretty little place. So, like, playing very, like, I he, don't know anything about this. But at the same time, he knew so much about it. He was like, 
oh, yeah, he, like, tells this whole story about it, but then he's like, mm, I don't know too much about it. And then when everybody decides to go down into the mine to use the mine as an entrance into the cave to look for everybody, he's like, oh, yeah, this this old elevator mine, this, this old mine elevator, this will keep working for hundreds of years. It's still good. And it's like, well, how do you know that? So we both said, we're like, Oh, I bet you this guy's fucking feeding people to the monsters. And turns out, turns out he is. He is. <laughs> he like straight because we thought in the beginning it was well, in the descent one. We were told, or I guess everyone hypothesized that the scary animal humans would go out and forage for their food and bring it back, or yeah. hunt for their food. No, they've never left the caves. This old man just brings them their food. Yeah, which must, which makes me believe either. His family has a history of feeding these animals, these animal humans. Like, who knows how long this has been going on for? Or his granddaddy really is one of the very first of this people's kind. Well, I mean, it it couldn't be his granddaddy. Well, I mean, that's what he said. Well, I mean, no, no, no. What I'm saying is his granddad couldn't possibly be one of the first kinds of these people because they because they couldn't have evolved that fast. Because they're they're uh, they've adapted to live underground in the dark and use bat-like senses to hunt for food. So maybe his granddaddy was the one who was like, "This is what me and the family do. We yeah. kill things and we feed it to these people because they live underground and we want to survive." Yeah, but why why would you feed the underground monsters? Like well, maybe they have tried to hunt in the past and they were very scary. And people were like, hey, we don't want to be sleeping at nighttime. And then these human animal things come and they're, they like attack us. Like, let's just give them food. Right. Yeah. A peace offering. Sure. Or just keep them satiated, you know? So like you give them some food there and they're like, oh, God, God, look at this. We don't even have to go hunt. Mm-hmm. Our food's right here. Mm-hmm. We can just eat in, um, watch a movie and then go to sleep. So basically our lives right now. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> basically everybody's life right are now are we gonna turn into descent yeah thanks, thanks to this quarantine uh, if it lasts long enough we're basically gonna be hunting through the through bat-like senses <laughs> and we're gonna be slimy white creatures okay well you're kind of already a slimy white creature. wow went there <laughs> okay so uh there's something that i wrote in my notes that i thought was really funny about Uh, This movie was whenever Sarah wakes up in the hospital and the deputies are coming there to uh, interrogate her right off the bat. They're like, what what can she tell us about what happened to the other cave divers? And the doctor's like, well, nothing. She she just she's chosen to blank out the last two days of her existence. She doesn't remember anything. She's just blanked it all out. Is that a thing you can do? Can you just like will yourself to not remember the last two days uh i could see that happening from a severe trauma okay like i don't think she willed herself not to remember she she's probably just in shock and like can't even form words but i didn't think you were getting to that i thought you were getting to the fact that they were like yeah she can't remember the past two days and then sarah was like hey where's my daughter like oh so you wait sorry you can't remember a year yeah like well, Have we not done sufficient neurological testing? I don't understand. Yeah, clearly not, because so far it didn't seem like the doctor knew what he was talking about. Yeah, and also the doctor apparently had access to all five other girls' blood types, like their medical history, so he knew their blood types. Girls who have just been missing for it's, 48 hours. It's fucking weird, man. Yeah. Why does this guy have their blood? 
no access to their medical records. Yeah, like, that, that would too. Never happen. Um, so I think what was happening was, and I think you're along the with this is that Sarah was pretending to have amnesia because as soon as she gets down into the cave, she's suddenly hardcore Sarah at the end of the movie from the first one instantly. It's not like she's like having, she like you shows her having like flashes of memories, uh -huh. but like, I, I don't, I didn't see that as her starting to remember what happened. I think she was just having flashbacks of the trauma, but she knew all along what she was going down there into. I don't think that, I don't think that she was pretending to have amnesia. I thought that while I was watching the movie, but as we go on, like, I think she was just in shock and not speaking. Like she was just not coherent enough. Right. Yeah, that's true. And a part of her must have not remembered fully because she they were like, hey, you got to go down. She was like, okay. Yeah. That's, she wasn't particularly scared in the yeah. beginning. She was definitely scared of like, why are you taking me down here? Mm -hmm. Why am I going? Okay. Yeah. You know I mean? She like, was probably that, just in shock. Yeah. If that were me, I'd be like, nope, not fucking going. There's a golems down there. You don't understand. They're eating people. I'm not going down the elevator mine. Not happening. Yeah. So... Since this movie takes place uh, just two days after the end of the last movie, it's really cool because all of the events from the first movie are still left as is inside of the cave. Yeah, it's so as, cool. As they're going around it. So they stumble across one girl who uh, was, she was like one of the last three survivors and she was pulled down into the cave and they like, they ate away her stomach. So she's just laying there like all fucking open and then it looks like her mouth is moving, but it's actually just a mouse coming out from the inside of her body. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the sheriff is like, look at this. This Sarah knows more than she's telling us. This is she's a suspect. And I was like, you, I'm sorry, you saw a mauled body and you were like, yep, the lady did it. It, it looks what? like it looks like somebody took like a fucking lawnmower to this woman's stomach yeah. and like shredded it open. And like there's like bones missing and like. I will say like the monsters in this one, I think they tried to use they tried to use better graphics, but there was the monsters looked more fake in this one. Like the first one I was scared yeah. because it looked like it could be you. I I would say that they didn't put as much I don't want to say money or time or anything into it, but or maybe it just wasn't shot as well. I feel like it wasn't shot as well. Because it, it lingered on them way too much where I got mm -hmm. really good looks at them. Yeah. And I'm like... We got to see them poop, guys. <laughs> yeah. So we were all wondering, where do they poop? Where do they pee? And we found out, they instead of like a watering hole, they have like a pooping hole. And it's so, just a lake of poop. It's fucking amazing that this movie did this. I love it. They... Uh, Sarah and Rios are trying to get away from the monsters. They jump into this pit to get away from them and they land in what looks like muddy water. And they're definitely like, not blood. It's definitely not blood like the first movie. It's like muddy water. And you're like, okay, they're in caves. There's water running around. Sure. Then they're like, hey, what is this? And like they hold up like a piece of it and it looks like poo. And I'm like making a joke. I'm like, did they just land in their poo toilet? And I was like, 100%. And then a little golem comes up. It like creepy crawls above them. And we're like, no way, no way. 
and I'm I'm not even joking. It does not it does not tone it down at all. And it shows this little golem creature crawl up, turn its fucking bare butt around and squat and just start pooping into the hole they're in. So fucking good. I fucking can't believe they went there. It was so fucking weird. Such a weird choice. This movie provided so much more background on the Gollum characters. I really liked it. Yeah, for for me, I I don't know. I think I liked it less knowing more about them. I Mm. liked that they were just scary fucking unknown creatures trying to get you in the first one. Mm -hmm. You start explaining things and I start to be like, oh, okay. Why, Why do we need an explanation for it? Yeah. You know? I mean, they didn't tell us who the very first ones down there were. But, no. like, we know that they poop. We know we... that they grieve. <laughs> and we know that they are being fed. We definitely know they have butts. Yeah, they have butts and, like, proper human shit. I butts. can't believe. I lost it. I Yeah, you lost it. I was la- laughing hysterically. At least for, we didn't see him sex. For Oh, my God. Is there a descent part three? <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't I like I could not pay attention to the movie for a few minutes because I was just dying laughing from the fact that it showed one of them pooping. I was like, these scary monsters that you've set up, you're now gonna show one turn around, show its butt to me, and then poop. Mm-hmm. And oh then my right God. when you think the movie can't get any more fucking ridiculous, the sheriff is about to die by Gollum, and I am like cheering, like just fucking die sheriff. The sheriff is just idiot. such a fucking ruining things left right and center and he's about to die and then guess who fucking shows up chuck norris juno juno is still alive from the first movie she killed 100 golems with an injured leg she is thriving oh my god it was the (laughs) dumbest shit i've ever seen i just want to backtrack for a second to where we left juno from the first movie was that she was about to be attacked by 20 let's say at least 20 of these golem creatures and sarah takes one of those rock climbing ice pick hammers and just slams it into her leg and runs away while juno has to fend them off now what i would assume being mortally injured right yes like you're gonna die from that at least if if one injury yeah if not from that injury then from the golems that you now have to fight off while you're disabled Okay, now in this movie, two days later, the sheriff's about to die, and Juno shows up to rescue him and fucking kicks at, like, it's like John claude Van Damme mm-hmm. jumps down and just jump kick, jump kick, jump kick, hi-ya, karate chop, crushing heads. It, like, how is she not injured and, like, septic and have a crazy fever and just dying? Zero percent. Like, that was the most unbelievable part of the movie. Yeah. Like, Juno is not alive. Juno is very, very dead. So everybody reaches back up together, just like the first movie. Everybody gets split up, but then now they're back together. The sheriff sees Sarah, and he's like, you're still a suspect. <laughs> even like, though, no! Even though there's fucking golems everywhere trying to kill everyone. And, like, he's seen 
them with his own eyes and still thinks Sarah is, is a suspect. Yeah. You're a fucking idiot. And so does he is, know what he does? And is there with Juno, who was a survivor of the thing before, and she's like, yeah, no, golems. Yeah. You know? Like, like golems. And so he takes his handcuffs and, like, chains. It's not like a regular handcuff. It's like a handcuff and then, like, a two-foot-long chain attached to her. You know what I mean? Like handcuffs, like you're like your wrists are like bound, like almost right next to each other. They were walking like two feet apart from each other, trying to cross some chasm. Sarah goes first across this chasm as they're trying to get there. And the big old husky sheriff goes behind her. And he after she said, this is not a good idea. We should not be going two at a time. Yeah. It, she's like, we the art. We need to displace our weight. We need to go single file, one at a time. He's like, I'm not letting you get out of my sight. He's such a fucking dickhead. That's what I think is the worst part is that like, sure, if I was going to go out and sheriff, I would fail. I don't know how to do it. I am not an expert in sheriffing. And you know what the sheriff is not an expert in? Spelunking. Yeah. He's like, when they got down into the cave, at one point, the three um, rescue diver people or rescue climber people were like, Yo, I'm in charge down here. And the sheriff was like, I'm always in charge. I'm taking my call. And like, no, 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 no. When you get down underground, you are no longer in charge, sheriff. The cave divers are the ones who are like, we're doing A, B, and C. And you do exactly as they say, if you would like to live. And then he doesn't, which is great. Yeah. So they're trying to cross this little chasm right here. Sarah gets across first. He goes right behind her because they only have about a two foot separation between the two of them. They're still chained together, and then he falls. It, like, gives out underneath oh. him, and so he's, like, trying to grasp onto the ledge. He's, like, hanging from the ledge. And her arm. Yeah, and, and like, being held up by her arm, and, like, it's, I'm sure that thing's getting pulled out of the socket. Oh, 100%. Because this guy's, like, 6'5", 300 pounds. Yes. He's a big boy. And... He, so these three women are trying to hold him up and get him up. And then you can hear like the monsters coming in the background. Like they're coming. They're fucking coming. And Juno's like, take my pick hammer, you know, like her little rock climbing pickaxe thing and cut it. And we all know what she's talking about. And she sits there and she just starts. Now this Rios is the, does. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, this is the deputy of the sheriff. It's uh, Rios, the deputy sheriff. She grabs it and she's like, oh, fuck, I have to cut off my sheriff's arm with this little rock climbing pickaxe thing. And so she sits there and just like, and it's not like an axe where you can like slice it in one go. It's like this really tiny toothpick sharp pointed thing that she sits there and she has to like hack at it like 20 times. And you see... All of it. Oh, it's like his 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 arm is exploding with every single it's puncture. Am- it's amazing. And so this guy's hanging there, like trying to survive, and these women are ice picking his arm off like for a minute, <laughs> and he, mm-hmm. she's just like screaming there. Uh, luckily, they get it off, and he falls to his death with a couple of golems. And I think he's eaten before he falls to his death. And you know, oh, like he's dead before. He yeah, experience the yeah. Falling. So I think he experienced the fear of the falling, mm. but he didn't get a quick death from the ground. He died by being eaten. That's the way I like to see it. Okay, Erica, moving straight on to awards. All right, Erica, moving straight on to box office. <laughs> There's no. Yeah, I was like, why did you even start that one? Okay, so this one probably costs like nine million to make. Six point two 
million dollars. Okay. A little bit less than the previous the one. The first one made, yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, which was even less because it was like five years later. Yeah. So for inflation. Um, oh, wait, wait, wait. Oh, so now also there are no domestic numbers for this. This was not released theatrically here in the U.S. It was mm-hmm. only released internationally. So mm, so we just bought it. So $37. <laughs> what do you think it made worldwide? Uh, let's say $20 million. $7 million. Oh. Yeah. That's a tough market. Yeah. I mean, I, they had a hit with the first one. And four years later for a sequel, I feel like it was kind of like too far removed from it to mm-hmm. really kind of capitalize and ride the coattails of it. Yeah. But, you know, there you go. All right, Erica, it's time for us to rate this movie, please. I think I'm going to do like a like a 5.5. 5.5. I'm giving it a 6. Okay. Yeah, so right there with you. Yeah, and you what know, a bet I give it. That's all I care about. That's all you care about? Yeah. Okay, good thing, because there is no Metacritic score for this, <laughs> so th- th- we don't have to waste our time on that. IMDB gives it a 5.8, and Fat Dad gives it a 6. Fat Dad has seen this movie? Yes. I didn't believe that. I said... You were like, I got to get Fat Dad's score. And I said, what? He's never seen this movie. Fat Dad has seen everything. Fat Dad's seen every movie. Fat Dad probably owns this movie. He would own this movie. Yeah. Yeah, but you also own Rock of Ages. So I believe Fat Dad owns this Well, movie. now I own both of them. Well, Wait. Yes. Am I Fat Dad? <gasps> what if this whole time you were Fat Dad? And what if were this like, entire time I was Fat Dad? And these are your original scores you gave the movie from when you watched them. Oh, my God. What is this world we're living in? What an excellent twist. Bum, 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 bum. Juno's thank- still alive. Thank you guys for listening. Yeah, uh, guys, that we had a happy bonus bonus episode. Hope you're having a great time in quarantine. Everybody's being safe, right? Love your neighbors. You are being safe. I hope everyone's being safe. <laughs> we can't guarantee that people are being safe. I've heard some yahoos doing some nonsense. Shenanigans? No, not shenanigans. Some nonsense. Mm. Shenanigans would be like, hey, let's go spray paint a dick on the side of that wall. Okay. That's shenanigans. Okay. Nonsense is like, hey, you know what I want to do? Just, you know, kind of just peruse the grocery store with no mask or gloves <laughs> touch, on. Just touch everything. Because I don't need anything, but I just want to get out of the house. <laughs> That's guys, some nonsense. Please don't do that. Knock it off. I'm getting amped up over here. Okay, guys. Uh, that's it. All the normal things. Check us out for our next episode. We're still going to do a regular bonus episode this month. So you got that to look forward to. All right, everybody. Until next time. Bye. Bye-bye.